Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting analysis as well. Alongside Tyler Weeman, I'm Shannon Somerville. On today's show, we will tell you where to follow and fade the field in week five daily fantasy action. We'll also have your prop bets, your touchdown calls, and game picks for week five. A lot of great matchups on the slate. We'll look to exploit them in our daily fantasy picks. Tyler, before I get to that, though, you know I'm going to exhaust this video footage of you doing a touchdown dance yesterday as a result of losing a bet to me because I beat your fantasy football team last week. Every opportunity. I cannot deprive our audience of such great video. Not only are you putting in the Thursday night show, it's also going in the Sunday show. Are you going to throw it in Monday? They might have missed it. Are you going to throw it in the prop shows? We're exhausting it for week five. So roll tape on the Waddle. Jalen Waddle's touchdown dance. Some nice form there with a little sound effects Mm -hmm. as well. Sound effects made it. Yes, absolutely. I'm proud of you for for stepping up and paying off your bet. Still disappointed for the gritty, but hey, we've got another matchup coming up. So there is opportunities ahead. I'm playing Ryan this week. All right. Well, there you go. Maybe you guys need to make a bet as well. Maybe. There's also opportunity for you in Daily Fantasy. We're going to walk you through all of the best plays in Daily Fantasy for week five. We'll tell you where to fade the field, where to follow the field, and some sleeper picks as well. Our top-owned quarterback this week No surprise here. Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback and MVP favorite, is the top-owned quarterback. Tyler, when you look at his body of work so far in the season, he's in the MVP discussion. Mm -hmm. He's crushing it right now. There's 306.8 passing yards per game, ranks second in the league. How do you evaluate his prospects in Daily Fantasy for Week 5 going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who... Man, without T.J. Watt are just not a great defense. Yeah, not only is the defense not good, they're huge favorites. And we know the Bills will just keep passing the ball. And they'll, they'll keep trying to put up points. They don't really slow down and just turn to a running offense. They just keep the gas on. So you got to like Allen's prospects here to put up points. Even last week, he did well in what was a down week for him. Mm-hmm. He was still like 25-plus right. fantasy points. I mean, Josh Allen, literally every single week you can play him, so there's no reason not to here. And especially against the Pittsburgh defense, without J.J. Watt, or without mm-hmm. T.J. Watt that I alluded to, looking up some of the stats on him, they are 0-6 without him in their lineup. They also, their sack rate falls from 3.5 sacks a game to 1.7. It just yeah. really illustrates what a game-changing factor he is and – That's the good news for Josh Allen. Yeah, and it's more than just the sack rate, too, because there's the pressure rate Mm -hmm. that falls. There's everything. You know, it it ends up affecting the defense because the quarterback has – or, sorry, the secondary because the quarterback has a little more time. So there's uh, T.J. Watt's a beast, and without him, the Steelers are hurting. We also have a nice sleeper pick for you. This is for daily fantasy and also (laughs) a must-play in your fantasy football league season long. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert going up against Cleveland this weekend. 12 
150 yards for Herbert on the season. That leads the league mm-hmm. going up against the Browns. Pass defense, 326 yards per game. Very pedestrian, 13th in the NFL. How do you see this matchup playing out for daily fantasy owners? Yeah, I really like this matchup. So the one thing we know is the games that really explode and become games you stack are ones that had big playability. We know the Browns with Nick Chubb can bust some big Mm -hmm. plays. The Chargers defense has been terrible. And Justin Herbert has just been an absolute beast. It seems like everybody's still worried about that rib injury, but Mm. he's thrown for 637 (laughs) yards since he hurt his rib. (laughs) Like he's, He's playing like he's not hurt. There's no reason to shy away for him. And that Cleveland D absolutely does not scare me. Leading the league in passing yards despite fractured ribs. Yeah. That's just amazing. It's it's insane. And the quarterbacks that Cleveland has played are not your top <laughs> tier right. D uh, quarterbacks. Like These guys are totally beatable. Mm-hmm. So. You know who else might be unbeatable this week on our running backs kind of a chalk play here bucks running back leonard fournette going up against the falcons in this one now his numbers on the season Mm -hmm. less than to be desired 3.7 yards per attempt and he had negative three yards on two attempts last week versus the chiefs however his receiving is good relatively so you like that from a fantasy perspective and the falcons defense ranks 25th in yards per game Mm -hmm. how do you see this one playing out so everybody is on Fournette uh this week they are big favorites expected to run the ball whenever a team is a big favorite that's what generally happens however the Buccaneers just got a lot of weapons back Mm -hmm. Evans back Godwin's back and uh their rookie White took some snaps in the backfield he played like 40 Mm percent of the snaps last week And he took away some red zone work here. So Fournette isn't getting the huge workload that he was earlier in the season with everybody out. So I do have some cause for concern here with the ownership being Mm -hmm. so high. Is he still a good play? Yes. He's going to get the bulk of the carries. It's still his job. He is still the number one running back. But with this much ownership, I do have some worries here. And... Atlanta has been decent against RB. They've okay. gone against Chubb, Kamara, Henderson, slash Akers, and Penny. They've gone against very good guys and done well. Uh, Chubb crushed them last week, but everybody else is, hasn't done much. You know who has done much, though? Just running back Brees Hall. He'll be going up against the Miami Dolphins this week. Last week against the Steelers, 17 carries, 466 yards, and a rushing touchdown. He was rookie of the Mm -hmm. week. A lot of people picking him up in their season-long fantasy football league for good reason this week. He's going up against a Miami defense, 229 yards to running backs, that is second best in the NFL, although their overall defense as a whole, not quite as good. He is dealing with a minor knee injury. He was limited in practice. However, uh, Salah just characterized it as, oh, it's just nicks and bruises. So he should be good to go. And if he is, he's a guy you definitely want in your lineup. He is an absolute beast. He had 66% of the snap share last week. This is up from 51% the week before. This is now his job. He can beat you on the ground. He can beat you through the air. So he is game script proof. His price is still very low. 
And I really like this play, especially if nobody's on him. Well, we're also on Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. Nick Chubb going up against the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, he has 459 yards on this season. That ranks second behind only Giants running back Saquon Barkley. Going up against a Chargers rush defense, ninth worst in the NFL, giving up 109.5 rush yards per game. The Chubster, former Georgia Bulldog, could and be in for a good game. How do you see it? It's crazy that he's not higher owned. So he they just went against Damian Pierce, mm-hmm. who gave who got 131 yards and a touchdown on 14 carries. The week before that, it was James Robinson, 17 carries, 100 yards mm-hmm. and a touchdown. And now we get Nick Chubb. Like <laughs> there is a very real possibility of Chubb going for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Now let's look at our wide receivers here. It seems like every week we're talking about Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup. This week going up against the Cowboys, so a much more difficult matchup. However, he did really well against the 49ers, put up over 100 yards Mm -hmm. against that defense that ranks second in the NFL. How do you see his matchup going up against the Cowboys defense, 171 yards per game, which ranks sixth in the NFL, so another good defense? Yeah, it's a tough matchup for Cup, but he has a 36% target share. Mm-hmm. The the offense runs through him. The one thing I would say that I am worried about is that Rams offensive line. What we saw last game in the 49ers is they were able to get to the quarterback whenever they wanted, and it really took away some of those big play abilities, mm-hmm. brought everybody's A dot way down. And so Cup, yeah, he's going to get a huge target share. But if he doesn't break a big uh, a big play, he may not have, you know, the huge score that you need at his price. Am I fading him? No way. <laughs> uh, am I playing him in all my lineups? Also, no way. He's the bright spot on that Rams offense that has yes. been absolutely struggling. And mm-hmm. he still put up 122 yards against the Rams de- or the 49ers defense. Yeah. That's pretty stellar. And I mean, I can totally see 10 receptions, 100 plus yards again this week. But it's if he doesn't get in the end zone, which Dallas Cowboy D has been really good. Mm-hmm. So there's a real possibility he doesn't get in the end zone. Then at his price, that just doesn't really pay off. Sleeper pick alert coming up for your wide receiver. We've got Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams going up against the Cleveland Browns. Coming off a career-high game where he had seven receptions for 120 yards. Have yourself a game, Mike Williams. He's been the beneficiary of more involvement in the offense with Keenan Allen Mm -hmm. on the bench in this one. What do you see for his prospects in Daily Fantasy going up against Brown's defense that's fairly pedestrian? Their pass defense, 157 yards per game, which ranks 17th. Yeah, so we talked about this pass D a little bit earlier, but let's talk about the quarterbacks they've faced. They've faced Mayfield, Flacco, Trubisky, and Mariota. Not exactly, Mm -hmm. you know... A murderous row there. (laughs) Flacco went for 300 yards and four touchdowns. Herbert can absolutely do that. Maybe add, you know, 50 yards or something. And Mike Williams last year against the Browns, 16 targets, eight receptions, 165 Mm -hmm. yards, and two touchdowns. So he has had really good success against them. I could see him crushing them once again. 
Another wide receiver who could absolutely crush it. New Orleans Saints wide receiver Chris Olave going up against the Seattle Seahawks. He's been absolutely phenomenal. 335 yards, ranks ninth in the NFL. Going up against a Seattle defense that just allowed over 20 fantasy points to Detroit Lions, Josh Reynolds. Not exactly the household name for you. What do you make of Olave's matchup against the Seahawks? Yeah, the Seahawks D is really bad. It's allowing a ton of big plays. And this kid is amazing. He's mm. on a fast track to being a superstar. Michael Thomas hasn't practiced this week. He's likely going to be out. And Olave is going to just get all the targets he can possibly handle. We will probably have Andy Dalton, not Winston. But I don't care. Olave is going to get a ton of work in this game and he's just priced too cheap for his target share right now let's look now at our tight ends and one of the most popular plays in fantasy right now is rams tight end tyler higby this weekend facing the cowboys tyler higby's had quite the impressive start he actually leads all tight ends in receptions and even he's 10th among wide receivers as well so he's definitely getting a lot of the attention from matt stafford however how do you see this one playing out against the cowboys defense that absolutely shuts down tight ends yeah i'm really worried about the rams as a whole in this game uh ownership is pretty high on on higby here and he has such a low a dot that it really worries me follow following mm -hmm. ownership here Yes, he's been targeted a ton. He's getting a ton of catches. But if he doesn't get in the end zone, he's not going to crush you not having him. And with this type of ownership, I don't really love it. Uh, Higby's going to get the targets, but I could go elsewhere and save some money. Exactly. The Dallas defense allowing 108 yards through the first four weeks, two tight ends. That's fifth best. Good luck going up against Micah Parsons. The lion will roar yeah. in this one. Next up, we're taking a look at Houston Texans. O.J. Howard, a tight end. A little sleeper pick here for you. He's going up against Jacksonville Jaguars. In week four, two of five targets for 27 yards. The one thing to note here is his snaps increased 75% mm -hmm. of the snaps with Brevin Jordan on the IR. What do you like about his matchup? that we can exploit in fantasy against the Jags. Yeah, so Jordan's on the IR. Pharaoh Brown was released. Mm -hmm. uh, so Howard had 75% of the snaps last week. I think that is going to continue. Howard is a guy that is extremely athletic. He's 6'6 mm -hmm. six, six and runs a 4.5. Uh, the guy is just a freak athletically. And he seems like he has some chemistry with Mills. He brought, was brought in off the street in week one and got two touchdowns. So we know there is some ceiling there with Mills. And if he's getting that play, that amount of playing time, the targets are going to be there. He got five last week. He's near minimum prices. So I think it's a real good pay down option on a week where we don't have the stud tight ends. Mm -hmm. So I like it. Got to get you some bargains somewhere. Mm -hmm. Defenses for week five. We've got a lot of great matchups, including the Rams going up against the Cowboys. The Cowboys, obviously a very popular pick in daily fantasy and in season-long fantasy as well. The Rams have just been absolutely struggling on offense. 294 yards per game. That's fifth worst. Mm. You're looking at a Rams offense that looks nothing like the prolific offense we saw last year when they won a Super Bowl. And going up against that Cowboys defense, that's been 
awesome. 308 yards per game is what they're giving up. That's seventh best in the league. You got to face Micah Parsons, who's the face of that Dallas defense, who's been crushing it. What do you make of the Cowboys for a daily fantasy play, though, given that everybody else is going to be there as well? Yeah, everybody is going to be there. And the people that aren't playing Cup or Higby Mm -hmm. especially are going to be there. So as we know, those two Rams guys are high-owned. If you're not playing them, you're probably playing Cowboys defense. So that's kind of you know, a, a chalky thing that will be happening to those lineups that don't have those guys. But the Cowboys are just priced too cheap. They're going against a terrible line. They have Micah Parsons. They're going to be able to get to the quarterback and likely have some mistakes fall their way. So there's a high chance for, you know, a pick six or something there. You mentioned they can get after the quarterback. Well, Matt Stafford's been gotten after. 16 yeah. sacks on him, which is second in the NFL, that offensive line has really struggled for him to get him some protection back there. And that Dallas team ranks first in the league in quarterback pressures with yeah. 17. Matt Stafford could be in for, for a think, long day against the Cowboys in this one. I think the Rams as a whole right now are in big trouble. They're on a place called Struggle Street. Am they I right, are. Tyler? They are. Good old Struggle Street. little side note for you, a little fun fact. Micah Parsons was actually at the game where Aaron Judge crushed his 62nd home run of the season, breaking Roger Maris's American League record. So nice. game recognizes game. I think he's going to get the good vibes from oh, from the Yankees. He's getting and, the judge bump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a witness to Major League Baseball history. Got to appreciate it. It's just an AL you know, record. You get, it'll get you psyched up. It's just an AL record. <laughs> Although some are calling it overall record. They don't like that Barry Bonds juicing scandal. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want all my thoughts. <laughs> We'll save that for for on-deck podcast. Yep. Let's look at another defense. This is more of your sleeper play. Mm -hmm. And it's the Patriots going up against the Detroit Lions. You might be scratching your head. Where are you going with the Patriots going up against a team that is actually leading the league Mm -hmm. in offense right now? Yards per game, points per game. However, this is an offense without, likely, I should note, likely without, uh, DeAndre Swift, who's their best running back Mm -hmm. and has absolutely crushed it the first week over 100 yards, just running all up and down the field against an Eagles defense. It's actually pretty good so far this season. Mm -hmm. What do you like about the Patriots? Uh, They also may be without Amon Ross St. Brown. He Mm -hmm. missed practice again today. So we'll see how his health looks. If the team is fully healthy, I'm going to come back on this a little Mm -hmm. bit. But for now... It's a Patriots team that has a quarterback that is hurt. They are at home. Their way to win this game is make it dirty, (laughs) run the ball, play defense, and win it. And you're talking about an offense. Yes, they came together last week, but it was against the Seahawks. (laughs) It's not like they're a great defense. Belichick will have this game plan set to go and I think there's a good chance that we could see some turnovers look Jared Goff is not that great the rest of the playmakers that they have likely playing aren't that great I think what we saw against the Seahawks was more so the fact the Seahawks are terrible you know Belichick's not afraid for some just hard-nosed dirty playing totally I (laughs) 
and it's a home. It's yeah, home I, game for them. I think the In Pats could surprise some people. Nice little sleeper play for you in daily fantasy. All your daily fantasy plays that we talked about are available on the LineStar app, linestarapp.com, where you can not only find all the stats that we're using to pick out our sleeper picks and how we're deciding to fade the field, you can also find our props edge tool to help you find the edge against the sports books in prize picks underdog. It's a great tool that we use every day that you should be using as well. Lock in your subscription, $29.99 a month. Link to that is below. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to like this video. If you're enjoying our content, be sure to subscribe to our channel and sign up for notifications so you know when we're coming out with the newest videos. Now it's time for our touchdown calls of the game. Yeah! Tyler, who are you picking for an anytime touchdown in week five? I'm going with Patriots running back Damian Harris. Harris has 12 of the 17 red zone attempts for Patriots running backs. He is the guy in the red zone, and Patriots are at home. They are favorites. They're going to run the ball, and Harris going to get in the end zone. I'm going with Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson going up against the Dolphins in this one. He has two touchdowns on the year. He also has nine targets in the red zone, which leads the NFL. Going up against a Dolphins pass defense that's giving up 300 yards passing per game. Yeah, that's second worst in the NFL. Give me that Garrett Wilson touchdown. A Wilson to Wilson touchdown. You know, mm -hmm. Zach Wilson's back. He's going to make it happen. The they, Zach attack is back for the Jets. Do they tag team the gritty? <laughs> Do a nice little gritty. Yeah. That'll be our next bet for you to do the gritty. I'm just warning you right now. You better start practicing. You're just pushing the gritty. <laughs> now it's time for prop bets of the game. Week five. Where are you headed for your prop bet? I'm going with a pick that Giselle might not be that happy about. <laughs> We're going Tom Brady over 270.5 passing yards. I am 100% convinced that Tom Brady absolutely hates the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> He's averaging 336.4 passing yards versus them over the last five games versus Atlanta. Plus, Atlanta is giving up 275 yards on average. Line stars projecting him for 292 yards. I think we're hitting the over here. I am going over on San Francisco wide receiver Debo Samuel. Over 55 and a half receiving yards, minus 119 in the sports books. He's hit this the last two games, coming off a monster game where he racked up 115 yards against the Rams. He actually hit the over on just one play, a 57-yard slant, took it to the house. The Carolina defense that he will be facing is giving up 162 yards per game to wide receivers this year. That is 13th worst in the NFL, folks. Debo Samuels going over that 55 and a half. Remember, we have a whole props show for you that'll be coming out for week five. So you'll get more of our prop bets for both underdog and prize picks. If you don't already have those apps, it's a great way to place your prop bets. Legal in most states. Be sure to download it. On prize picks, use promo code BETFULLY and get your deposit matched up to $100.
It's a great little deal there, plus two free months of LineStar. Then for Underdog, make sure to use the promo code LineStar and you'll get that same deal. New users who deposit at least $10 can get up to $100 matched and two free months of LineStar. So all that information is below. Make sure you get those apps and tune into our Props Ed show. Now it's time for some best bets. Mm -hmm. Which team are you backing for week five in the NFL? I am going with the Dallas Cowboys plus five and a half points. I am really worried about this Rams team right now. They can't run the ball. They have no offensive line. And Dallas hasn't let anybody pass on them. I think the Rams are going to have a real hard time moving the ball. Dallas Cowboys, just too many points, yeah, plus 5.5. I like that bet as well. I once told myself I would never, ever bet on the Jets. However, here I am in week five. They got two wins under their belt. Risky business. The Jets train. We're going gangrene in this one on the money line. Plus 146 to beat Miami, who are the three-point favorites in this one, despite being uh, the road favorites. Jets' total offense compared to the Dolphins' total offense, actually fairly comparable. Total offense for the Jets, 364.5 yards per game. That ranks eighth. And the Dolphins, uh, 361 total offense. That actually, they rank 10th. And they're without Tua for this one. Jets total defense, 326 and a half yards per game. That ranks 10th. And guess what? The Dolphins giving up 403 yards per game, which ranks 28th. So the Jets have some edge in some of these categories, believe it or not. And they've played against some good teams. You are not. <laughs> I can tell. You're, you're a homer. Like, you're being a homer. <laughs> it's uh, your funeral, Shannon. <laughs> I, I don't think Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves is that bad. <laughs> Uh, but Tyreek Hill did end up on the injury report today. So without him, that is a Missing some big, big playmakers. Zach so. Wilson is back for the Jets. The only issue I see with the Jets is the offensive line, being able to keep Zach Wilson upright. <laughs> He's got his wide receivers. I'm just kind of parlaying my, my Garrett Wilson prop with my Jets prop. Don't hate it. I like it. Go for it. Might hate it on Monday. Yep. We'll keep you posted. (laughs) Make sure to tune in for our prop show. That'll be coming out tomorrow. And good luck to you and all your prop betting. Go win some money on Daily Fantasy using all of our analysis. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments below. Good luck. Enjoy week five. We will see you next time. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Bye.